UC Wealth Management, we're proud to partner with individuals, families, and foundations, ensuring possibilities become achievements. From preserving and enhancing your assets to securing your legacy for future generations, we're focused on your success. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth. Since 1868, member FDIC. The full explanation of what happened with Silicon Valley Bank is an intense one. And I will tell you that I have zero expertise in banking, but I have read more about this situation than I ever thought I would over the weekend, speaking with uh, economist Dr. Matt Will, discussing things with others, uh, looking at how other experts have viewed this. This is rather convoluted, but it starts in a unique place. Who watches the watchman? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. The story seems to put itself, point itself in that place. Regulators absolutely positively did not do their job. Now, you'll find plenty of people out there who want to blame Trump and deregulation of banks and Dodd-Frank, people who are wholly political at all times, will be wholly political at all times. There is nothing, as of this moment, that makes you say, well, it's Trump's fault. Considering Democrats had hold of the House and the Senate and the presidency for two years, and if this was such an issue, they could have done something about it. But they didn't, so they screamed Trump. Dismiss those people. And let's go through what happened. Silicon Valley Bank is not a small bank. It's a huge bank with hundreds of billions of dollars uh, in, in their control. It was the preferred bank of much of Silicon Valley and of a group called Y Combinator. Now, Y Combinator, as of, as of right now, and I would have no reason to think otherwise, has not broken any rules, has not broken any laws. They just recommended Silicon Valley Bank. Y Combinator helps startups. That's, that's their business. That's what they do. They get startups up and running and moving. So... You have a tremendous amount of Silicon Valley businesses, tech companies and others, that work with Silicon Valley Bank, one of them being Etsy, for example. Etsy did nothing wrong in terms of the people who provide services there, vendors, etc. What Silicon Valley Bank was doing was providing loans in a way that did not match up with the collateral they were getting for the loans. And so what happens is if you have loans that aren't paying back in the same way uh, that they were or in a way that keeps you uh, your, your expenses covered, you go underwater. If you are paying out 4.5%, but you're only getting 4%, you're losing half a percent, that is an untenable situation. For a bank. That also would be something that regulators would say, wait a second, what's going on here? You have to adjust your balance sheet here. You have to go out there and and sell some of your assets to be able to cover your depositors. That brings us to bonds. B-O-N-D-S, bonds. Things they were buying. 
places to put their money. As the interest rates have been going up, the bonds have been worth less. They never calculated for this, it seems. They never maneuvered for this. So here they were with loans that they were making that seem um, that will come into question. And certainly they're paying out more than they're bringing in. They went to go sell assets and their assets, bonds that they have, don't have the value that they used to have. Man, that's weirdo stuff. Because in both of those situations, you and I can argue, whoa, 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 we're not bankers. We're not bankers, whoa up. And I'm sure there are going to be some bankers who text me and, uh, um, you know, can, can share a little bit of this. No, Tony, you got to think of it a little bit of that, right? Everyone's got their little take. I think I have the general part of it covered. Once you hear both those things, the question, of course, is how did no one notice this? And it starts not with regulators uh, regarding the federal government. It starts with the bank itself. Now, Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis, and I'll share some of his thoughts later, was very clear to me about one thing. Your bank is not going under. In that, banks are serious people. They have self-regulation. They have focus. Tremendous, tremendous focus. They take these things seriously. Well, Silicon Valley Bank had Joseph Gentile. Joseph Gentile was the CFO of Silicon Valley Bank. Before he was with Silicon Valley Bank, he was the CFO of Lehman Brothers and was there just until the collapse of Lehman Brothers. He left a year before they collapsed. This is two banks, ladies and gentlemen. This guy was part of a setup that led to a collapse in 08. Lehman Brothers. I, I, how do you describe what a, a, a name brand that was? And then, 15 years later, he got promoted up to destroying Silicon Valley Bank, or at least in part. Certainly no eye on the prize. None. And that's where the story is. It's like when we see a terrorist watch list and then a terrorist does something and we're like, oh, what's the point of the watch list? What is the point of the regulators? Because these things should have been noticed. Yes, the state of California stepped in and said, what is going on here? And they handed over control of the bank to the FDIC. But the bank had already slid 60% in terms of its, its stock price last Thursday, and then it kept sliding on Friday, and that's when regulators stepped in. Another part of that story, institutional investors into the bank itself, not the depositors, they started noticing a problem earlier in the week. Some of the top people at Silicon Valley Bank I think three of them, the CEO and a couple of others, sold a combined four, four and a half million dollars worth of shares two weeks ago. Oh, what did you know and when did you know it? Now, there's a difference in who's now about to get protected as the federal government steps in 
and says, yes, we're going to do something. The Federal Reserve Board announcing yesterday that they're going to make funding available to, el- to eligible depository institutions. Your bank, your, your account is um, insured up to $250,000 per depositor. Some of these depositors had $30, $40, 50000000 million in the bank. Businesses and others. There's a whole conversation that Megan and Harry, wow, Megan and Harry, their money was there, and now the federal government is going to make them whole? There's a difference between the depositor, the person who put their money in the bank as an account, was utilizing it that way, and people who were investors in the bank. And that's where this further breaks up. But when you just, uh, 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 the giant overview of what took place, where were the regulators? In the bank and outside the bank. How many people were asleep at the switch? And what's the value of the switch if everybody's sleeping? We will get into all of it. 